What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. Happy 4th of July, my absolute favorite holiday. I'm so happy that it's so close to Juneteenth. Two celebrations of freedom, baby. Back to back. I love it. Today is a day of celebration. Today, not only are we celebrating America's independence from the British tyrants, from the disgusting British who tried to hold us down, but they could not hold us down because it is very hard to hold down an American because we are by far the fattest country on the planet. It is also a day of celebration because today is the final episode of Mr. Mike Lavin, the homeless pimp. It is his final day here being the producer and the the, the cameraman, the the behind the scenes guy, the the the, fa the the second butt cheek of Chrissy Chaos, me being the other butt cheek, pimping, you know, pimping the right butt, uh, pimping the left butt cheek, me being the right butt cheek of Chrissy Chaos. Pimp will still be on at Hey Babe, but Chrissy Chaos, he is now blossomed out of and he is moving on and it is a celebration. It Rather than being sad and upset, we're going to do this like a Jamaican funeral. We're going to be happy about the life that we had with him as opposed to being sad about the death. So with no further ado, I'd like to welcome for actually the very first time as a full guest on YouTube, Mr. Mike Lavin, a.k.a. The Homeless Pimp is here. Thanks for having me, man. It was an honor. Welcome honor to be your butt cheek. I mean, buddy, let me tell you something. So I want to do today what I wanted to do is while you guys are, you know, uh, deep throating your hot dogs, having your burgers, you know, enjoying it with, um, I hope you're enjoying your hot dogs and your burgers with some Dietz and Watts and mustard. Of course. As we all, you know, will. But I wanted to rather than, you know, uh, uh, I wanted to go over with the people, kind of reminisce. I want to just be like, we're hanging out having a good time, and I wanted to reminisce about the times we had. So the first order of business oh is I got a bag of salad, <laughs> as we know, Pimpy Loves, and a Heineken, my friend. Oh, nice. A non-alcoholic Heineken. Yes, a non-alcoholic <laughs> Heineken. You. Yes, I don't know. Yes, that Venetia fucked up. <laughs> I asked V to get a Heineken and a bag of salad, and we got some non-alcoholic, but it's 0.0% <laughs> alcohol. Venetia hurt her hand in the studio last week, so it's affected some things. Okay. Well, thank you. So here we go. Heineken. Now, can we, can we, um, do we need a bottle opener? We probably need a bottle opener. Okay. Yeah. Do we have a bottle opener? Oh, good. Oh, wow. Oh, look. Look. All over on the new rug already. Oh, look, spilled, the new rug. Oh, spilled this coffee, guys. Look, this coffee. <laughs> there we go. This is great. Chaos. Brand new studio. This we're coming to you. We're coming to you from the sub at the bottom of the Titanic. <laughs> Uh, sorry, oh, uh, I already spilled the coffee. Sorry, there's a, there's already a coffee do? stain. On we got the brand new studio. Shout out to Jessica, um, who helped um, design the studio. Um, we have almost it's almost complete, but as you see, it's a brand new space. And literally, we've had this carpet down for maybe an hour, and I've already spilled coffee on it. I want to shout out Seven Eight Seven Coffee. It's a Puerto Rican coffee shop. Um, they have some of the best coffee. Rum and, uh, this coffee is rum-infused. Um, but shout out 787. Go support your local Puerto Rican coffee shop. 787 is one of my favorites. Um, but, yeah, so we got, we got um, uh, no alcohol. Well, you officially broke it in. There I you go, man. See, that's – and by the way, you know, the only thing I would say 787 is it's a fun idea to have, you know um, – to have this uh, coffee in a pouch like I'm giving it, you know, to one of my children – but I do. It it's it it's spills. Like a douche bag of coffee. It spills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This looks like like um like a saline bag of coffee. 
This looks like this looks like an IV drip of coffee. Like I'm getting coffee, and also this is this is how I'm getting my chemo and coffee. But shout out seven eight seven Puerto Rican coffee. Have you ever done the uh, the IV drip for hangover? Uh, yes, I I did it in Phoenix. Here, here all right, yeah. Venetia wants me to get the coffee off the carpet. Probably a good Wait, call. Hold on, let me Probably get a good call. Oh, here we go. The bottle opener. That's what we were looking for. A couple non-alcoholic beers on Fourth of July. A couple of non-alcoholic oh, beers. Yeah, here you go, my friend. Nothing Take more American. Yes. Here, take that for you. Here we go. Here. Oh, shit. Salud, my Cheers, friend. Cheers, buddy. Good there shit, man. There it is. Hold on. Mm. I'll put this down next to, uh, next to um, we got Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the globe, and then we have um, uh, Mench on a bench um, because our new producer, uh, Vito, works for the Mets, um, and all, you know, uh, we're good, 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 good uh, friends with the Mets. Shout out the Cohen family. So we got some Mets stuff in here. Um, we're not taking a, t a side on whose baseball team we like, whose basketball team we like. We are down the middle. We are gray zone people. But we do have we do have Mench on the bench who'll be joining us because you guys said you wanted to have more. You wanted me to have more Jewish people on. So we have Mench on the bench here as just so you always have a Jew in the studio. Well, speaking of the Cohens, <laughs> if you don't do the ayahuasca bit, I'm boycotting this. Podcast. I know we have to do the ayahuasca bit. Like, what are we doing? Here? Yeah, I know the ayahuasca bit. We, we got can't talk about philosophy and not do ayahuasca. I know. Well, ayahuasca is going to happen. and We're probably going to do it in uh, backyard in the Hamptons. Um, OK, so we do, do we have a scissor to open up this bag. These bags are impossible to open up without scissors. Chris is opening a salad for everyone. At oh, home. yeah. Vito, look at see Vito's already coming in with tools here. Get Vito, get Vito into the shot. This is this is Vito, uh, the proud owner of a new body. Uh, he lost uh, he lost um, 200 pounds and he did it before Ozempic was even invented. You seen the Ozempic ass? There it now? is. Yeah, dude. Oh, by the way, the Ozempic ass is gross. Ozempic. I know Ozempic is uh, I don't think that it's um, I don't think that it's uh, healthy and I don't think you guys should do it. There you go. Oh, thanks, buddy. Wow, this is everything. Yeah, we're joining some salad. Yeah. Yeah. Because the flag keeps coming down. Just know we got it for 4th of July, okay? Good don't salad. forget. Don't forget. And if you're from Britain, if you're from Britain and you're in New York, just don't talk to me today because I'm in fucking fight mode, all right? Today's America's Day. So don't come at me. I don't want to hear from anybody unless it's Ricky Gervais because I just love his comedy. But I don't want to hear from... <laughs> Anybody with a British accent, if you got a British accent, make believe that you can't talk. Make believe you're deaf, okay? I don't want to talk to you. If you come up to me with a British accent, you better sound like this so I can't hear your dumb accent. Not today. It's July 4th, people. All right. What do you think of RFK, by the way? Okay, so here's the thing with RFK, and then we're going to get into reminiscing with, with Pimp. You know, I did Flagrant 2 a couple of weeks ago. Shout out Schultz, Akash, the boys over there. Uh, Mark and Alex and um and you know Schultze was talking about the RFK stuff and I gotta say from not being on the internet I don't even know what's going on with RFK. Right, we gotta so bring up bring up RFK working out because as soon as I saw this, well I'm that like, I saw him doing push-ups. You saw him at the weight bench. No, is so he jacked? The most jacked fucking president. Well, we'll see how he how he makes it. But, but what's he saying? Like, what's RFK's? He pretty much is alleging that autism didn't exist before vaccines. And I would, I would argue to RFK, well, then explain to me Pimp's kindergarten photos. See? See? If autism did, you know? Um, right, he's fucking hot, we go. dude. He's really hot. Dude, he looks like John A. Light. Wow. Here we go. Honestly, his triceptuals are better than mine. He's 70. 
Yo, to be 70 and be able to... Yo! Wow! Yo. He's hot. He's absolutely hot. He looks like JFK with a full head. Um... What, but what is what is the deal with RFK? He's saying that autism didn't come in. Be, is he Republican? He's a Democrat. He's I would running imagine. as a Dem, but he's pretty much like old school Republican. It's I'm listening. It's interesting. I think if Biden has to debate him. Who do you I think mean, Biden's got a better chance against RFK or Donnie Tay? I, I don't know. I'm going to pray for Biden. He said, God bless the queen the other night. Biden did, right? <laughs> Well, I mean, who knows, man? Maybe he knows that fucking King Charles is a crossdresser. I got to get informed on RFK, and I will. I will get. I will form I an think, opinion. I think you should bring back uh, Chris Quarren titties and work out with RFK. That'd be a sick idea. That'd be a sick veto. Are you taking notes? Um, <laughs> uh, that'd be a sick idea because I think that I. I will say. I will say. I am sick and tired of having a fat, out of shape president or just a, I want my presidents to look like Zelensky. I want my presidents to, you know, the, what's the French president? Macaroon, President Macaroon from That's France right. looks hot. I want, I want to start to, I want to start to have a president that looks the part. Obama, I think was the hottest president. By far. By far. He was the sexiest president. Um, he wasn't ripped like this, though. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. But Michelle Obama was. Michelle Obama has the body of RFK. <laughs> <laughs> right? Michelle Obama was like, right? Who has better arms, RFK or Michelle Obama? I think Michelle Obama is fucking jacked. Um, RFK has popcorn muscles, though, because there's also a video of him benching that Pimp was talking about where he's only putting up about 115. Let's see it. Six weeks. Rex. Let's see it. Let's see. Let's see. It might have been at the end of his workout. No pre-workout. You know. Yeah. No. Listen. And, and you He's know, unvaccinated. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But I want to see because I want to see um, RFK putting up the bench. Um, and I think he's. I think he's your candidate. I think he is. Yes. I swear you got to. You got to research him now. Right. All right. I will. He's made for you. I also want to shout out um, real quick because I had uh, we had uh, Violet's. Um, hold on one second. We had we had Violet's. Um, we had Violet's, uh, my baby daughter's uh, second birthday at the house last week. Violet was great. She shit her pan, uh, shit in the diaper just once um, during her party. But we just let her stay with it because we we're like, you know what? Have fun. And then what we did is we just to be in unity with her. We all shit our pants, especially my dad, Tampa Tony. Shout out. Um, so so we all just shit our pants. But I want to shout out Pep cafe and bakery in bay ridge on third avenue you know me saturdays are for the sweets i have a new newsletter that i'm putting out uh email blast so get involved sign up at christy comedy you have a dessert newsletter i have a dessert <laughs> newsletter i have a dessert <laughs> newsletter called to bloom cafe you're well, cheating on all these plugs well no but because because saturdays we'll get to bloom cafe but saturdays are for the sweets check it out i shout out alfonso's bakery which has uh which is on victory boulevard which has the best rainbow cheesecake on staten island and i as i said in the newsletter it was pride month last month so it's good to have a little pride in your mouth. So I chose Alfonso's. But I want for this week, I Pep Cafe in Brooklyn on 3rd Avenue. And I want to say it's 95th, 94th. It's right across the street from the Walgreens on Bay Ridge and 3rd Avenue. The macaroons, president, the president macaroons that you guys gave me for my daughter's birthday were amazing. Pistachio, chocolate, vanilla, and passion fruit. Unbelievable, huge hit. The cake, of course, came from Mark's Bake Shop, which I've shouted out many times. Love Mark's Bake Shop on Staten Island. The strawberry shortcake they made was the best cake. It was the best cake that they've made so far. So we had a great birthday party, and then we had a brunch. We ordered the breads and stuff from Panatico on 3rd Avenue in Bay Ridge, and it was unbelievable. It was Carb City. 
And uh, my mother-in-law ate so, uh, you know, had a, didn't eat really. So she ate two bagels back to back and almost had a medical episode right there in the kitchen where I would have, my time as a physical therapist, it was this close to having to jump in to save the day. And as soon as her uh, blood pressure started to go down, I was like, the only thing I'm going to be able to do right here is the only thing I know how to do, which is just start giving chest compressions, even though she's still alive. So I was this close to having both my hands on my mother-in-law's breast to give chest compressions because she was a little bit lightheaded. But um, shout out those places. Wow. Saturdays are for the sweets. Go sign up at the newsletter. I'm going to give you, here's what I'm doing every Saturday. And Pimp, I want you to sign up for the newsletter too. ChristyComedy.com, sign up for the newsletter. Saturdays are for the sweets. I'm going to tell you one bakery that you have to try. And at the end, I'm going to give you a different quote from a stoic. So it's going to start. So with, Staten Island Bakery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a quote for the stoic. And of course, my dates, where you can see me, where you can see me coming up. Kansas City, you need to pick up the fucking pace in October, okay? That's the only one that's really lagging behind is the show in Kansas City needs to pick up the goddamn pace. Go to ChristyComedy.com for all my tickets. Hammond, Indiana, you also need to pick up the fucking pace. It's the Chicago area. But um, but yeah, let me get to let me get to pimp and 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 I want to take it from the beginning. So pimp. We're missing out on the RFK working out. All right, fine. Let's do RFK working out. And then I want to get to pimp. All right, fine. I just don't want to come this early in the episode, so that's why I'm... All right, let's see. Look at him, dude. Put it full screen. This is a president. Yeah, it is weak, though. I mean, I know he's 70, but... And do those workout. We don't know. Don't start with conspiracies. And I like that he's working out outside. He's already saying, like, I'm getting used to working out in prison. In jeans. In jeans. So work out in jeans. And what kind of shoes are those? Look like Tim's. I mean, dude, for 70 years old, that's, that is actually pretty good. My dad's like, he has a great workout when he can walk up one flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, he's your dad's age. I mean, come on. Dude, he does. Uh, I do think that. But OK, but let me ask you this. RFK, did he start to blow up recently because of him being on Rogan? Because, again, I don't know. We did Theo's pod a year ago and it crushed. He's been around. It's just he's, he announced he's running. And now YouTube started ripping his videos. Got it. So they're censoring him. They're censoring like him like Tim crazy. Dillon. Like Tim, poor Tim Dillon. Right, which, I, again, not being on the internet, I had no idea about. I was just hearing about their censoring Tim Dillon's uh, videos. So, yeah, you can, I mean, uh, dude, I, I live like I'm Amish. Like, you can censor me, do whatever you want. I don't see it anyway. It's like the David Tell joke. We can make fun of the Amish because they're not listening anyway. <laughs> so, um, who is the hottest president? Okay, so I, so for me, for me, I like men. Okay, I like a real guy that I know can like throw me around a little bit. So for me, I like tough guy presidents. So Obama, I know is not tough guy, but I want to I would take him out on a date, a little dinner. Same with JFK. They're more dainty, which they don't turn me on as much as Teddy Roosevelt turns me on. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, you know who was like just a tough Teddy Roosevelt was tough as nails. I mean, we spoke about him many times. He got shot, still gave a speech. You Great know, the, mustache. Look at that mustache. He looks like he in finance. Yes, he does. Great mustache, great mustache, rough riders, wanted to go into battle. But also his, uh, I, what was FDR? FDR was like his fifth cousin or something like that. That was the wheelchair president? FDR was the wheelchair president, but FDR before, before polio, before he got polio, FDR also was a tough guy that wanted to go to war and fight in World War I and did a lot of things. So I think the Roosevelt's, are guys that I like to be involved with. And also, I don't mind. Like, I feel like I would fall in love 
with an FDR and not my, like I'm already a pro at changing diapers. So if I could change a, you know, a president's wheelchair diaper, no issue. Vanatia pulled out my third choice. Um, She read my mind is Ulysses S. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. I liked him. And you know why I liked him? Because he does look like, he does look like a relate. He's related in some ways to Mike Lavin. He looks like he has a homeless pimp vibe look to him. And I like that. His, he's courageous. He fought for the North. I also like that he kind of, towards the end of his life, was just penniless and an absolute drunk. Um, and uh, and Ulysses S. Grant is... is is is, is uh, He would have had a great podcast. Yeah, he would have had a great... By the way, a lot of people back in history, I do wish that this technology was available earlier because, I mean, think about... just. I'm, I'm not saying agree or disagree, but think about what Adolf Hitler's podcast would have been. Or Harriet think- Tubman's. Would have been fucking fire. Amazing. Yeah. Harry, yeah, with that Philly accent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that that's another thing, too, is I feel like, and I did hear this uh, on the Daily Stoic, shout out Ryan Holiday, but the paper, paper is like the greatest invention of all time. I mean, yes, we have tweets and Facebooks and podcasts, but paper, when you can write down your thoughts, like even Marcus Aurelius' journal survived 2,000 years. So like whatever you write down today, I want, I think like that's important. Like for the, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but the I am Poppy segment for today is I want what I've been doing. And I encourage anyone who has kids out there to do this. I've been trying to once a day and I don't always get there every day, but I've been trying to write one piece of advice for my kids. Like, and I'm, I have a little journal where it's like a couple of sentences or something I learned today just to pass it down. And even if it's only a year, it's like, when they get older, I can write down on paper what I wanted to say to them because they might not, you know, my Twitter might have been deactivated. My podcast might be in the hands of the North Koreans. Like, who knows? But my paper is I will I will hold on to that paper. Paper was the original Twitter. Yeah. But yeah. I, th- I think fire might be better. Come on. Thanks, bud. Oh, yeah, some solid. Um, oh, yeah. So, Pimpy, first of all, how do you feel? about this being your last day? How do you feel about the last couple of years? How do you feel? I feel like it's the end of summer camp. You know, right. I'm sad, but it was a fun ride. Right. And I'll shoot other shit with you. It's not like I'm going away. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing I want to make clear. This is not the end of, of, of the Pimp and Chrissy show. We still, are, we still are two butt cheeks forming one butt. Of course. Like I said, still, hey, babe, still going to film stuff, still going to do stuff. It's just Chrissy chaos. We're moving on because, you know, I, as I said from the beginning... You know, I didn't want ever want anybody that I work with to be like, I, it's always passion, creativity first, money and, you know, job second. I'm like, let's, I would never, like, I could never understand my peers who are like, that, that guy's mine. That produces mine. It's like, no, no, we're all humans. We're all in this together. Whatever. And podcasting's a treadmill. I know people in Reddit hate and all this shit, but it's like, these guys are burning themselves out mentally every week. Yeah. To come up with shit for you to fill the background of your workday with. Exactly. And, 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 and I also think that, and that's why I think quality over quantity is the best and, and what I'm striving for. And I wasn't always that way, because I, but I'm just learning and how I'm feeling because I'm like... Yeah, do you remember in LA, we would shoot like six videos a day. A day, because we we're like, quantity, quantity, quantity. But, but, but no, I'm sorry. We would shoot six videos a day, but they were all quality. Yeah. They were all quality. That's the difference is sometimes I feel like with the treadmill, maybe it was COVID, it got to just quantity, not quality. So for me, I like to be the guy where it's like some episodes will be an hour and a half, some episodes will be 40. It'll always be as the quality I can give you. 
Um, so yeah, so you feel good like it's the end of summer camp, but nobody stuck a flute in your pussy. Not yet. We still have time. That's true, right? Stick around to the end of this episode or go to patreon.com slash Christie Comedy. <laughs> you want to see Pimp's flute pussy. You know what time it is. Game time. Game time is the only place I go to when I need to get tickets for events, okay? It is the place for last-minute ticket deals. And the game time guarantee, this is a thing I love, you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. I only use game time. It is by far the best ticketing app out there. You get images of the seat views, easy to find and buy the tickets for every kind of event you're in. They have everything, sports, concerts, you name it. They got it. And right now, if you download the game time app, just go ahead and download that game time app Create an account and use the code CHAOS, C-H-A-O-S, code CHAOS. You're going to get $20, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, of course, but again, go create an account and redeem the code CHAOS, C-H-A-O-S, for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Babe. I have a brand new hour of stand-up material. I am filming a special in Atlanta in December. Tickets going on sale soon. If you want to see this new hour, we have released a whole bunch of new fall dates. We got August 18th, 19th at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Those tickets are almost sold out. September 5th and 6th, Irvine, California. September 8th, Portland, Oregon. September 9th, Seattle, Washington. September 22nd, New York City, Radio City, sold out. September 23rd, we've added the theater at Madison Square Garden. September 30th, Las Vegas. October 19th, Kansas City, the Uptown Theater. Pick up the pace and buy the tickets. What did I ever do to you, Kansas City? October 20th, St. Louis, Missouri. You guys are doing good in St. Louis. 21st, Hammond, Indiana, which is right outside Chicago. Come to Hammond, Indiana. Bring a gun. November, we are coming to Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Columbus. We are coming to New Haven, Connecticut, Providence, Rhode Island, Medford, Massachusetts, and the Boston area. Denver, Colorado in December, and Salt Lake City. We are coming, and then we're going to film this special in Atlanta. Let me tell you something, folks. This hour of material that we're doing, come see it, okay? Because once I film the special, we have a couple more dates. We're going to be adding, I think, Washington, D.C., and a couple of dates like that in January, February. But then I am off the road for probably six months. You will not see me. So if you want to come see me, it's the perfect gift for someone. It's the perfect gift for yourself. Bring friends. This hour of material is, is I'm the happiest. I'm the happiest with this hour of material that I've ever been. I love it. And um, and I want to see you there. ChristyComedy.com. Most of the tickets are sold out besides in Kansas City and Nebraska. So come to and Hammond, Indiana. But everywhere else, we're moving. So get the tickets now. I appreciate the support. Happy with this hour. Again, you will not see me um, for like six months to a year after I get this hour out. I love you guys so much. Praise be to Allah. By the way, speaking of the Patreon, and this was an idea that, you know, Pimp and I kind of formulated, even though, you know, he'll be moving on uh, from the chaos. The new Patreon at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy will all be done at my house. A self-sufficient Patreon with me on camera and my family in the background happening in real time, just like it used to in the beginnings of chaos. It's almost like I'm on camera and they're on the radio, but live I'm not going to edit anything. Whatever you hear in the background is real. That's what I'm going to do in my house, right, right from my living room. Um, and I'm going to try to even put more Patreon content up because, again, self-sufficient. I've been taught now by Vito and Pimp how to film it, how to put it out. Vito will edit it. 
And I'm just going to, so if I have little doses of 20 minutes where I'm feeling inspired, and I, I think you guys should hear something, boom. So patreon.com slash Christy Comedy just got a lot, lot, lot more value. So go over there and uh, check it out. And also, you know, Pimp's Flute Pussy. I think you should do a Patreon from the shower. Yes. That's fun. I would do that. Yeah, I would do honestly, because I've been taking cold showers. So if you want to see, well, oh, well, what I've been doing is. What I've been doing is warm shower. You're torturing yourself. I know. Um, don't leave. Um, <laughs> what I've been doing is warm showers, and then at the end, the last 10 seconds, I've been doing cold, but trying to pace it from 10 seconds to 15 seconds. Interesting. And why? Just because you're bored? Well, no, I think like, uh, you know, um, a lot of people that I look at who are really healthy, and even the ancient people, the Senecas and all that, the Stoics of the world, they all would take cold showers. It kind of like... It's like taking a, yeah. it's like drinking coffee. But like, they're all like also like half pedophile drunks too. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Pimpy, let me ask. Okay, so now because we used to film on Mondays, so what do you, what are you gonna do on Mondays when we used to film to have the episode out Tuesday? What are you gonna do from Mondays now from 10 a.m. to 2 or 3 p.m. Um, I don't know, probably kick back and have a couple non-alcoholic Heinekens. I know, right? It's like all the <laughs> calories with no alcohol. What is the point of that? AA, I guess. I, I, don't, guess, right? I really don't get it. Just take a little... I know. This is probably my future. I definitely should eventually sober out. Right. You know? Yeah, why not? Well, I wanted, for your time, you know, because you're going to have, you know, s some time, I wanted to get you a little gift. Oh, wow. Open it. Yeah, I want you to open it here. So, is this a purse? Yeah, so so it's a first thing. So first, oh, oh, wow. yeah, so first pull out the first, whichever one you want. Oh, oh my That's God. it, so turn it around. So every wow. guest now on Chaos is going to get Dietz and Watson yellow mustard. Put that on your hot dog, put that on your penis, whatever you want. Dietz and Watson yellow mustard for Pimpy. That's one gift. So I wow. figured Mondays you can just have Thank fun. You. I'll put this on my penis. Drink That's mustard. You know. That's great. Yeah, do you shots. a mustard guy? You don't eat mustard. I, I do love mustard. I like mustard. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. I do. <laughs> I do like mustard. I like a turkey. I like a Dietz and Watson turkey club with mustard. No, I do like mustard. And then this, so I was thinking you can have a little mustard. Wow. And then I was thinking you can have that. Oh, Open wow, that up. This? Let's see what this is. Yeah, and you can use the bubble wrap paper too if you want to, uh, you know, just step on it. You know, if autistic oh. guys like to, but, but here we go. Oh my so there we go. Show them that. That's, that's the butthole bong that we got for a pimp. And that is me. Yeah. That, is, that is ceramic me. Um, I was thinking I'll always be with you yeah. when you smoke. I know you like to smoke pot. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking that me as a as a butthole That's bong, great. and I thought that maybe you'd like that, and that can fill up your Mondays oh, where... Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. I think of you every time I suck that thing's asshole. That's it, baby. And <laughs> the difference is that one doesn't have warts. <laughs> uh, I thought you were doing better. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I am. I am. I actually got... I just got one uh, removed from my... Uh, uh, the other day. Shout out Dr. Patel. I uh, think one of my favorite chaos memories was... Yes. The first time I had you do edibles on the Patreon. Yes. And you went to your hotel room, and what was that hotel we lived in for like a week? Oh, the Garland Hotel. The Garland. In LA. We were in the Garland, and you ran to your room to shower for like an hour and a half, and then eat Domino's alone. Oh my God, dude! That those were the days when I was not fasting. <laughs> dude, you would binge eat on the road too. I know, bad. It was bad. I know that too. I I also love looking. I also love looking back at old photos of us, like uh, when we started Chrissy Chaos. Um, you know, like when we would do it from my apartment and like we both like look different. We were both much heavier. We were both like much hairier. Um, but I do remember like, uh, again, it was all about quality back then. We were like, let's just, you used to drive. What would it take you? An hour and 45 minutes to get to Bay Ridge. One way, yeah. One way. Yeah. And we would just do it, set up, so much fun. We always used to get, remember we always used to get, um, 
we would all, I would I would always be like, what do you want for lunch? And you'd be like, ah, whatever, some grilled chicken bullshit. And it would just be some sandwich that we would have. Um, and we had we had a we had a good time. And I also remember, you know, I want to take the fans back too to where we actually even first met, and that was the uh, uh, when you take pictures at the comedy cellar. Yeah, yeah, I still do too. You still do. Love so, the cellar. so pull up V. I want I want, what I want to do with you here is is a couple of photos. I want to Hot Ones does this where he like takes you behind the pictures. So like this picture, this is one of your early pictures. This is a picture of not, was he your lover? Jimmy Norton? Right. Oh, yeah, why not? I would take him as a lover. He's do you great. remember taking this pic? Do you remember anything about this? I mean, this? taking photos is a lot like, uh, you know, you podcasting. You don't remember anything, right? Right. No, I immediately true. forget. The only one I ever remember was Kanye scared the shit out of me. I'm deadly afraid of Kanye. What? Well, well, speaking of that one, go... Pull up the picture of a young homeless pimp when you're wearing a Kanye sweater. What is it? If you're so that's scared. the Hotline Bling Drake sweater. Oh, right. Oh, that's Drake. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not Kanye. Oh, no, I thought no, that was Kanye Drake. West. Not all black people look alike, but on that sweater, Drake does look like Kanye. Yeah, that's an So I just one. want to be clear before anyone starts saying that I think that all black people look like. I know they don't. And I know that Drake is, <laughs> I know that Drake is half black, half mensch on a bench. <laughs> so pimp, let, let, so do you remember this photo? This was like early college, I think. Um, yeah, just standing in my house in a sweater. Do you ever think you'll go back to beardless? Nah, nah. No? That was back when I believed in society. Right. Nah, and I'm not going back. You, you think, like, so that, this is a clean-shaven... See, this is not the this homeless is, pimp. This is Mike Lavin. This is when I was a servant, too, in the Hamptons. Wow. Oh, I could see... see. I was a little twink server boy. I was going to say, I could see this type of look right here. Some old rich guys being like, we're going to yeah. use his butthole as a ritual. Oh, we're yeah. Gonna, we're, this is going to be our, our gay little server. Oh, yeah. And they would, I would be like the, the white guy who served them. They'd get off on that. Oh, why? Because it's mostly uh, Mexicanos? Yeah. People yeah. of color serving. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so you don't even remember. Again, this is a pick you don't even remember. <sighs> no, I think it was like Christmas time. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I think that, that's the form of me that served Rudy, Rudy Giuliani out in the Hamptons, who was a weirdo. Right. I'm sure he liked you, though, because you do look Republican in that picture. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely pass. Right. You like it. I like I like your I like that look there. You did shave your face one time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. didn't tell anybody about it. It was a big deal. Yeah. I, I was my, just trolling everyone. I, I remember my Delilah couldn't sleep in her bed for like a week. <laughs> she was scared that your face was going to come and rub her. Um, all right. Let's go. I like there was a, the, another picture. Go to Young Pimp again. It was like one of your original, yes, Kaboom Magazine, which yeah, yeah, which this this also sounds like a Dave Attell bit, like Tada Magazine, some click a magazine shit. for and by gay magicians. Kaboom does sound like like a like a a gayish magazine, yeah. but what was Kaboom Magazine? I don't remember. Some online clickbait shit, right? But yeah, that photo is really old. Yeah, no, man, dude, it's, it's hard aging. You look like um, Katie Lang in that picture. You know Katie okay. Lang is? No. She's Succession? A, no, she's a, a lesbian singer oh, from back okay, in the great. day. Oh, um, I, I, because I, I, I always think it like this, like I didn't, we didn't, none of us knew you back then as Mike yeah. Lavin, the homeless pimp, but did you ever see your life and career winding up being like the podcast guy, the specials guy? Because you're known for, I'm wondering if you're, you're, being known for now something different than what you set out to be known for. No, this is what I wanted. I just want to do features too. So that's what I'm going to do next. Like, so you got you know, like a Pineapple Express type of thing. Right. So you want to be like a, like a Judd Apatow. Yeah, with no stage time. Right. Judd Apatow, no stage time yeah, and no yeah, cargo yeah. shorts. Well, I could age into it. We'll see what happens. You almost exclusively never wear shorts. 
because I'm always working. I don't like to wear shorts when I'm working. I respect that. A yeah. lot of I respect that. People who I see like on stage, specifically in comedy and shorts, it's a little bit like you, you know what? You got to have a little bit of ball sweat and you know under sweat. Yeah. Like you got to wear like it's hot out. We're wearing pants. We're you're, fucking you're professionals. Working. Yeah. Um, but I, you know what I love? Speaking of old photos, Chris's old headshots. What the? F we gotta like bring those up. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. were yes. I those was, were dude. It was like Dane Cook. Yeah. Like what well, was the inspo of those photos? Do you remember that? So these photos that uh, uh, Pimp is about to put up. Uh, yeah, Th that yeah, there it is. That Pimp's about to put up. These were these photos. Were great. I forgot the photographer. Dude, look I forgot at the arms. The, but he was a um, he was on Long Island. He was on Long Island. Patchog, where you go? No, I don't. I, Merrick, maybe? Merrick, okay. He was a gay guy. I, we did photos in his garage, and I was so excited. I was so <laughs> excited to get to... I was so excited to do photo... Because I did, like, five open mics, and I was like, I immediately need headshots. <laughs> I need headshots. And I remember I sent these photos to... I'm not kidding. Like, 50 people, and all of them said I look great, and you're all liars. <laughs> and I remember... Go back. This one. What go back one more. One? I know. This I know somebody said I look like I I just took fentanyl on that one. Um, people people were saying somebody had a great comment. They said they said you walk so Matt Rife could run. <laughs> it's a good photo. Oh my god! Here, wait, go back. Go, uh, keep going. More, more. I'll, I'll show you. The, uh, no, keep going. Other maybe it's the other way. Dude, you look like a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a stegosaurus. Go back. More this one. So this one is oh the first God. one that I use. I remember I showed up to a casting call for like to be a background actor and I gave them that. Like I came with this headshot. I was like, this is my best one. And then he opened it up, the guy, and he goes, Do you have one where half of your face isn't in a shadow? And I was like, Oh, I thought it'd be like a good look. He was like, No. You should have your entire face lit so we know what the whole of your face looks like. I was like, thanks. And I never got into yeah, the background. This is the creepiest photo I've ever seen. Yeah. And the guy, I remember I only had one person in my life who was like, I don't think you should do this. And that was one of my aunts who was very honest with me. And she was like, this just, you should honestly not do this. You don't look good on camera. You're not photogenic. You're a great physical therapist, honey. Um, I'm not saying you're an ugly guy, but you shouldn't do this. And um, I didn't listen to her. Instead, I just listened to my father's advice. And, you know, he was like, I bet you a thousand dollars you could do this. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think of the arms there? What do you Dude, think? You're do jacked. You, am I more? It, it, could I beat up? Could this guy beat up Matt Rife is what the question is. Well, that's a tough call. That's that's one for the ages. Right. Yeah. But I think I think I think, though, I'm I'm better off now. Yeah. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah, back yeah. then, it's one of those things where guys, we do for whatever reason, age into our age into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those jeans. Look at those bell-bottom jeans. That's the one that that gave Big Dane Cook energy. That one. Yeah. Right. Now I you're just uh, prowling. Well, now, pimp. You know what we're gonna do, right? You know what, what we're gonna, gonna do now that what you have Mondays do? more free. You and I'm. We're gonna go to your photo studio and we're okay. gonna recreate these photos, and I'd you're gonna to. do them homeless pimp style. I'd love these to. These exact ones. What? Yeah. That. Uh, I mean, I think while you're in peak peak performance, you should do some nudes for should the we? Patreon. Actually, should we do a nude Patreon? Why not? Well, I'll do that. I'll do it like that. Like the show the bong again. <laughs> Don't you the bong? Here what do you think of a Patreon just like that? <laughs> well, my family in the background sunning your camera. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is me. You're doing yoga now, so. I am doing yoga. Are you? Ugh. You want to get in? 
Hell Dude, yoga's no. helpful. I hate yoga. It's so boring. All right. It's like meditating. I don't feel like doing it. So, okay. So let's go back to some other photos because there's some because fo- here's the thing with Homeless Pimp. And I, I, of course, if you're listening to the show, you follow him on Instagram. But on the off chance you don't, he does really put up some absolutely amazing photos. So and I always had questions for him and I never thought to ask him like like just text him and be like, hey, what is this photo about? And again, not being on social media as much. But when I looked back, I was like, I need to ask some questions. So let's go to photo number two, Venetia. Speaking oh, of, what is this? Take us through this photo. It's a it's a brilliant piece, but take us through it. Um, this is Cardi B twerking. Oh, okay. 2017. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus is on the stage with her, and so is Little Nas X. What? It was a great time. I just, you know, I had to um, document the moment. So let me ask you, because you have taken s- some iconic photos of iconic rappers and mostly in the rap and hip-hop community. And 1975. And 1975. Yeah, a lot of musicians. How do you get involved? How do you get involved? We have a picture of Post Malone up here. How do you get involved with this? Like, what is it? Well, I worked for a few rap outlets or rap magazines. And then also, like, the way I bumped into you, I would bump into them and I would go on the road But with where people. do you bump into them? Backstage. But I'm saying, like... Or, or they see my work on social media. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I, I, anybody who's out there who wants to do in the photography world and all that, like these gigs, like you are like a headliner for photographers if you're able to get in close with these guys. Yeah. So how did you get, how did you get there? Um, like what was your I moment? Just, I just, I didn't really have like a coming to moment. I mean, the only moment I remember in my head is um, the time J. Cole's manager just came up to me and invited me on stage out of nowhere my, yeah just i was backstage and he saw i was shooting a lot so i was like hustling hard right you just have to hustle hard people will come to you that's it yeah and it's a bunch of little things that make the biggest step yeah yeah don't expect to just climb up the ladder just because you bought a camera right you have to hustle you have to hustle it's like comedy up. how many open mics you do oh before my God, anyone so many well it's like comedy it's like you know working out reading anything is like you you make you, you if as long as you're controlling your effort and you're pushing out the best version of you every day, if you're just getting even 1% better every day, eventually you're going to have the big break. Like it's like um, I saw this example once of a guy who, um, uh, you know, is like the guy that like breaks rocks, like with like a sledgehammer. It's like you can hit that sledgehammer with that rock like a hundred times. Like a sculptor? No, like, you know, like guys who break rocks, (laughs) like a rock, like Like Barney Rubble. Yeah, Barney Rubble. (laughs) Like imagine Barney Rubble. Imagine Barney Rubble breaking a block, right? Like a, a big rock, I meant to say. He's hitting that thing a hundred times. Nothing's happening. You're not seeing even a dent. And then the hundred and first time, the rock just splits in two because all those little hits led up to the big explosion. And so you're, that's what you're saying is you did all these things where nobody was looking and then finally, boom, somebody saw yeah. you. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's man. how life goes. Yeah. That's how life goes. I mean, I feel like, you know, even with... Our um, in in the in the podcast community, we were doing when you and I first started uh, working together. We were all kind of just doing things where you know, really not that many views, not that many heard, not that many people had heard about us. And it's not like we're the biggest things that have ever happened today, but we've progressed so much further together than we have. And you know, and now you've went on to film. You know, not only uh, uh, now it's you know Nate Bargatze special. You work with Wanda Sykes. You work with all these people that you know just organically found you. Yeah, yeah, and it's an honor, man. I love comedy. So. And it's the same thing with music, though. Like same thing the- with music. You know, same thing with my street photos. Like so I yeah. just want to make shit every single day. 
that's kind of the advantage I have. So this this photo right here, you have, we have a photo up of it says, just kill me, please. Yeah, this is a homeless guy at South by Southwest, like 2015. So let me ask you, you as a photographer, when you're when you're you're just walking around, is your brain like a blank canvas? Like you're not looking for any photo. The photos just kind of find you. Yeah, I just have like classical music on or some rap and I just observe. But classical music or rap. Yeah. How come a rapper has never rapped over a classical beat? Let's set it up. Where's Nems? Let's set it up. Nems or what about one of your connections? We do that. What about yeah. get Cardi B to do it? We start producing music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the next step. So what do you so so like this picture? Take us through it. You're walking through South by Southwest. You're listening to classical music or rap. You're on edibles. Yep. You have pants on, even though it's 100 degrees because you're at work. Yep. And 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 you just see this guy, and do you ask him to take a photo? I threw him money, but... Really? I, I, I threw him money after. I took the photo first. Is that the right thing to do for young photographers out there? Should you give the people you take pictures of money? I, I mean, I, I think you should, especially if they're homeless. What'd you give them? 20 bucks. Not bad. Yeah. You adjusted for inflation, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to. Right. You know, this economy. So and you gave him the twenty bucks, took a picture, and 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 you didn't write this. This was a sign he no, was. No, I just turned to my left, and there was a guy sitting with the sign, and I thought it was like oddly hilarious. But now my question to you would be: He's homeless. He's asking for it in the right society. <laughs> What's he wearing? Right. Well, but in this, in a humble, in a humble, in in a in a in a humane society, actually, and this is crazy. You should you should be legally allowed to kill him if that's what he wants. That's right? a fair point. Yeah, like, I mean Austin will get to that point. I'm sure. Do you think he's alive now? This is before Rogan was there. Oh, so what year was this? I thought this 2015? was 2015. What? So you were going to Austin before everybody? Yeah, I love South by. It's a fun festival. Right. You know, Sixth Street is insane. Now, did you get paid to be in South by Southwest? Like it was your yeah. job? Yeah, I was working the World Star Hip Hop stage. Yeah. So what do you think? From your experience from working with rappers and working with comics, what are our similarities? What are our differences? And what do you like better? Uh, they just express their father issues differently. I like both a lot. Happy belated Father's Day. Yeah. Happy. Shout out. Yeah. No, no. Uh, it's great. It's just, you know, the only thing with rap is like there's all the gun stuff that's tied to the music. Right. So it gets dicey. Where like with comedy, it's just like, oh, Chris is binge eating again. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's less dangerous. Less dangerous. Right. Well, yeah. I think because yeah, you both sides, you deal with, sometimes you deal with drugs, you deal with crimes, but yeah. one is like you will actually, you could actually get yeah. shot and killed. Like I was in the shooting this, that time, uh, somebody stole somebody else's chain. I think both rappers are dead now. Somebody stole somebody else's chain and then they just opened fire in the club. Nobody got hit, but it became like a trampling Situation. Right, and you were there for that. You yeah. heard the gunshots. Yeah, I got on the floor. How many times in your life now have you been around gunfire? Because as a white guy a from Whitestone, couple. Queens, a good couple. You don't. You. I bet you. As any, I bet you. You have some of the most gun-related incidents from any white man from outer Queens like you. No, they love watching Sopranos. They love The Godfather. <laughs> right. They had guns out there. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm in. I'm in the lower. What are you thinking when you hear gunshots like that? I don't. You don't even know what to think, and then all of a sudden you see people like getting trampled. I mean, even me and V were in a fake shooting last year at Pride. Really? What was that Pride? Yeah, a year ago today on this date. Yeah, it was on Pride. We were going towards Washington Square Park. I had a party, and then we were meeting up with everybody. And then he's like, "These people are running towards us. We shouldn't walk." I was like, "Oh, they're probably dining and ditching. It's a crazy day." He's like, "There's more people." And then we 
turn around and it, the restaurant at Tacombe, everybody's like hit the floor. Like and they gunshots. flipped their tables. Glasses were broken. Who was shooting? Like, what was? We found out later it was fireworks, but like everybody was running like yeah. as if it was a gunshot. Well, it People sounded real. As somebody who's heard that before, I'm it, like, oh, fuck. This was, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely, no, that how, was scary. That was a scary one. How, would you like some? Oh, thanks. Would, uh, or salad? Like yeah. it's a bag of chips. It's, it's pimp day. So we're having Heineken's, we're having salads. If you don't know about that, pimp, we'd always, you know, before, you know, when he, when he first initially lost, must have been 50 plus pounds. He told me that the way his secret was he would have Heineken's and salads every day, but that's it. So if that, that's your weight loss journey, that's your weight loss journey. Um, yeah. So it's trending on TikTok now, beer and salad as a diet. Did you yeah, see that? You fucking hack steal everything. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone's zooming now too. Yeah. All the edits are zooming. No. No, let me go back to my stoic principles. I don't know why. That was, see, that was an example of me complaining about the third thing. I shouldn't do that. The first thing is you do something good. The second thing is it benefits someone. Why then care about the third thing? That's all ego. Marcus Aurelius said, so if you're now doing beer and salad, it has nothing to do with me. And if it does have something to do with Pimp and I, then I'm happy that you're enjoying it for you. Okay? You will get a letter from my lawyer. Um, <laughs> take us to this photo. This photo now is... um. Two men, one of them who looks, um, one of them who looks like Maddie Healy from the 1975, and uh, oh, wait, I heard Maddie was texting another comic. I heard that the other night. Yeah, he's w with Adam Friedland, right? No, somebody else. I can't reveal, but what? Yeah, I thought it was just Adam Friedland I had to deal no, with. No, no, somebody There's else. There's another one. Pretty deep connection. Do we know them? Yeah. Is it a boy or a girl? Could go either way. It depends on the day. Who the fuck is it? Do you know V? No. Who is it? I don't know. He's cheating on you, man. You really can't say? I can't say. Sworn to secrecy. What the fuck? And are they like hanging out? They're setting up a hang. What? Alex Edelman? No. I know he's friends with the 1975. No. Is, it, is the guy live in New York? Somebody who's been a great guest on this pod many times. And knows them personally. Well, he's gonna. Seems like they're getting dinner. Did you hang out with him yesterday? No. Are Definitely. they DMing? Yeah. But I thought he doesn't have Instagram anymore, Matty Healy. Does he have a burner know. account? I don't know. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so this photo is Pride a couple Who years ago. Who is it? <laughs> Will you tell us at the end of the episode? Sure. On All the right. Patreon. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Um, damn. No, I seriously need to know. I can't concentrate. Sorry, you man. Really, they, that person told you not to tell me? I could be killed, yeah. Fucking scumbag. Because I heard that the reason why him and Taylor Swift broke up, Matty Healy, lead singer from 1975, and Taylor Swift broke up, is it had something to do with a New York comic. That really? he was maybe hooking up with a New York comic. Yes. That was inside info I heard. Well, now it's outside info. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's just All a right, nice... well, let me ask you this. If you don't want to tell me who it is, I respect that. I respect your oath. You keep secret. I like that about you. Trustworthy. But if they do hang out, would you text me, hey, I don't know for sure, but Maddie might be there, and then I'll just show up. I think you should. I'll just like show up. Like a scorned lover. Yes. Yeah, that's with, great. With the Maddie Healy shirt that I wore oh, for my uh Did promo. that clean off well with all the cake on it? No, I had to throw it out. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I had to throw <laughs> it out. And I had to clean that bathroom after I did a promo. I announced all my tour dates. Go to ChristyComedy.com. Find your city. We announced the whole fall tour. I did a whole tour date with the Mark, Mark Bake Shop sheet cake. And uh, I, you know, destroyed my bathroom and I was thinking Jasmine and the kids, it'll be a fun family experience to clean it up together. And they all left me there to clean it up by myself. And it took me two hours. And I, I filmed that promo two weeks ago. 
just two days ago, I found a piece of Mark's cake crusted underneath the cabinet in the bathroom. Oh. And oh, I peeled it off and ate it. You're going to get bugs. All right, so tell me about this photo. Well, uh, uh, just a couple, couple uh, lovers making out in the park. Now, is this, is this from last year's Pride uh, Two incident? or three years ago. So nobody was shot this time? No, it wasn't that year. Well, maybe they were. Well, you don't know. You saw that fucking crazy story, the guy getting stabbed to death in Washington Square Park, and everyone didn't notice. Thirty-five-year-old oh, was fully stabbed up like crazy. Well, is that the guy who was trying to fight the homeless guy, and he was trying to do like all kung fu moves? I don't know, but that sounds great. Yeah, Sergio was telling me a story about a video he saw where like two guys were fighting. Like, like a homeless guy was kind of acting crazy, and then there was like some like jujitsu guy who like wanted to like get involved and show off his skills. And then the homeless guy or the crazy guy had a knife on him and hit him in the perfect spot, and he bled out to death. I'm sorry, the dude. The jujitsu people need to calm down. Yeah, let me they tell you guys something. Down. Can I just, this is a public service announcement. Jujitsu is for children. If you're an adult, <laughs> stop doing it, please. Yeah. Okay, if, if, if you, I, I'm an adult, okay? Either you learned how to do it when you were a kid, okay? And you've experienced it and you'll do it and you're competing in it. Or stop doing it if you're an adult, okay? You know, the jujitsu place where my kids go to, they want me to go do jujitsu. I'm like, I'm not going to learn it now, okay? I'm almost 40 years old. <laughs> I'm not going to roll around with other people. It's, I don't want to do it. I'd rather just have a gun and call the police. That's why I'm, I'm connected to the NYPD, okay? Because if I call them, they'll come quickly. I don't, jujitsu is for children. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Let my children do jujitsu. <laughs> it is like gymnastics. Everyone's yes, doing it now. What a, just stop. Um, so he shouldn't have fought the homeless guy with his new skill set. Yes, it's all ego. It's all ego. It's, it's, it's horrible, but okay, so that was gay pride. Now we go from gay pride, two men biting each other's lips to my family right here. So this is, this guy reminded me of me. He's got a kid with just a diaper on his shoulders because that's what my, the baby Violet has been, this girl just wants to, as soon as she gets in the house, she wants to be butt naked or just be in a diaper. She wants to take her pants and shirt off. She's an exhibitionist. And I'm like, you're acting too much like your mother. So she wants to just be in a diaper, this child, and then these two other kids. What, how did you see this? How did you come across this? And why do you also have it kind of split screen with the subway? Well, I just um, I made a collage for Instagram, but this is a photo I shot just doing street photography. Mm -hmm. And it actually made it into a magazine, Us of America. Um, just a moment in time in the city. It was cool. Where were you? Do you remember? This is Lower East Side, a couple blocks from Joey Rose's. Oh, shout out Joey Rose's. And this was like a, a regular summer day, nothing just really going on. Nice summer day, no. Just was this nice pandemic, pre-pandemic? Oh, pre, this is like 2017, I think. Well, I wanted to ask you, you know, as a photographer, forget about the masks and the, and the do you feel like people are like even look different pre-pandemic versus post-pandemic? Like, can you see a photo and be like, I know if that was before or after 2020? Sometimes it's easy to tell, but sometimes you can't really tell. If things feel really back to normal. They do now, for yeah. you, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I even went to the music festivals, and it's like, wait, it's crazier than it ever was. Now. It's like nothing ever happened, yeah. yeah. Now, this photo like this, when you see, like, uh, the father and the three kids, are you thinking he's divorced and this is dad time? His wife is not there. His wife was killed in a motorbike accident. She was hit. She was not, She was killed in one of, uh, on, a, on a Revel scooter. What are you thinking? <laughs> Um, do, you, do you do that? I wanted to know if you create a story in your head for your pictures. No, I just see if the photo feels like it has like a texture where if somebody else saw it, they would go, wow, this is a moment. I don't really think that far into them. Now, do you think like how a comedian thinks with jokes like, 
oh, if that joke bombed, do you have photos that you feel bomb or crush? Yeah, I have photos I love that nobody else seems to like. You know, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like comedy. It's it's art, dude. Sometimes it, it people think it sucks, you know. But but I almost feel like that's what art. It like if you have art that you're putting out all the time that everybody loves, you're probably not a good artist because putting out art sometimes that not everybody loves. That's the whole point of art is starting a conversation and kind of if you're doing it, if you're doing it from your own point of view and you're doing it because like you think I like this, well then inevitably there's going to be people that don't like your work. Where if you just make things very general, then like you have a, then it's kind of like bullshitty art that they'll sell at Michael's or something. Yeah, yeah. Like where you're, you have to do stuff that like people won't like. And I think you do a good job of just controlling what you can control and just controlling your effort and putting things out and not worrying about how it's reacted to. You're like, I'm putting this out and keeping this out. And whether you like it or not is up to you, not to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to not care. What am I going to do? Like this week I'm getting attacked because I interviewed a woman named Crackhead Barney. Okay. And they're seeing it as... She's, that seems nice. She was, she was wild. She goes to all the protests in a diaper and a Trump mask. Right. And just screams. And the Tucker Carlson like had her on a show and all this I'm stuff. I'm listening. But people took it as like a statement on pride or drag shows or something. Right. So you're bound to get attacked. You know this. Oh, sure. You get attacked like every other post. I get attacked every other post. And yeah, did you see this lady? Okay, yeah, let's see her. Because I, I think it's with Chris's Crackhead speed. Barney. All right, yeah, it let's see. Like uh, this, this would be... She's sliding nice on the... Uh, <laughs> she interviewed She interviewed the fucking... Um, the January 6th shaman before he we went in. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you filming this? No, this is oh. just from her page. When did you start going to the protest During uh, chlamydia. During COVID. During, during chlamydia. <laughs> during the two-year period. Okay. Chlamydia 2019, baby. It's Crackhead Barney. <laughs> I want to... There you go. Like, is dating hard? You know. Oh my God! Don't even. Dating is terrible, garbage. And now I'm just starting to ask for things like, if you want to me, get me wigs and food. <laughs> <laughs> That's merch. You want to fuck me, get me wigs and food. Now you have to understand something. Oh my God! Hey, is Dan wow. wearing my Steve Jobs turtleneck like, from me and, Dan, me and Dan are both wearing turtlenecks. Did you take it from the studio? No, no, oh. no. We're not the same size. Hey, fat shaming. Um, so you got to understand something about this. You got to understand something about this. Where Pimp is filming that, because I recognize this. You, this is why you have to understand. He invited that crackhead Barbie into his home. That is, This is your home. Yeah. You are doing this from your home, because I know yeah. that view. Yeah, so, let her in. I, she's a great artist. People think she's crazy. I think she's interesting. So now let me ask you a question. Would it be, because here's the thing. We're all going to die anyway. Right. We are all going to hopefully there's right. Unless you get your consciousness uploaded into AI. But would it be do you want to be killed by your art? Like, would it be more poetic for you to die at 90 of Lou Gehrig's disease? Or do you want to die? Would you want crackhead Barbie to kill you? What would if you could choose? I don't think there's one artist I respect that hasn't let art ruin their life. Right. Who? Who? Like everybody's paid the cost of art, even you. Oh, of course, Louis, big time. Bill Burr, everyone pays the price. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at Jim Norton. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's like great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I think I think it's cool. Yeah, whatever you choose to do with your time is destroying your life. No, right. Well, I should have known because the very first time we ever filmed anything, this was at the old History I days. But the, your very first day one of your job. Like day one of Homeless Pip's job, and it's all public now, Jasmine had a miscarriage. 
Yeah, that was a crazy first day time. one of the job. Yeah. And and again, I'm I'm not saying anything that's private. She went out publicly, posted about it. You know, we we dealt with it together as a family. But that was literally day one of your job. Oh, God, we yeah. finished, and you and, came in so happy about being a dad. You were like doing a yeah. whole speech about it, and yeah. then boom. And then I was like, oh my God, I've never dealt with this. Right. Yeah, that was wild. And I should have known then it was the beginning of the end. <laughs> no, I, no, I know that, but that, but see, that's the thing with us is we've had, we've, dude, how many eras have you and I went through? We went through that, the LA run, um, you know. That was my favorite part of the show. The LA like, run, I think, was, was peak chaos. It that was, was a fucking mess. That was peak chaos about three months after the show started is when it began to eventually uh, decline. Even being on that set watching you host a construction show. I know. <laughs> I know. A show that we love and we hold dear to our heart. Uh, go check out Backyard Bar Wars on HBO Max. And then the Vice show. What's the update with the Vice the show? The Vice has imploded like the Titanic sub. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Vice is no longer a network. Um, so... That show, uh, Super Maximum Retro Show on Vice, which I know thousands, hundreds of you watched, uh, <laughs> that show won't be coming back on Vice, but it, it won't not be coming. It might be coming back somewhere else. Um, right now, there's in the midst of a writer's strike. Um, you know what sucks about the writer's strike, dude, is we were going to be a big thing. And of course, you were going to go there, film behind the scenes. I was going to do the Jimmy Kimmel show in oh, Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it may not be back. I don't think be, so. Uh, by, by October. So... We'll see. But uh, uh, one thing I did want to ask before we go to calls is the cage fight between Elon right. and the Facebook kid. So Mark think? Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk in the cage. That is actually going to happen because Dana White from UFC, you said, is actually He involved. did an hour phone call with each of them and said they're serious. So are you asking who I have? Like yeah, who's going to win about fight? I just want to know your take. I personally think, what I personally think is if it's a fair fight, I think Elon Musk absolutely beats the shit out of Mark Zuckerberg. I think he totally destroys him because I think that Elon Musk is going to get tips from Joe Rogan and all the MMA, <laughs> all the MMA community. I think that that, but I think that Mark's ready for what I'm about to say. I know this is crazy. I actually think Mark Zuckerberg is smarter than Elon Musk. I think he's wow. more of a genius than Elon Musk. And I think if anybody's going to come up with some type of, you know, bionic, you know, arm thing, if somebody's going to come up with some type of cream that where they don't feel any pain, some type of they have somehow the the mind of, you know, uh, uh, a Muhammad Ali and the strength of the rock with some pill they took. It's Mark Zuckerberg that's going to be able to do that. And I think if anyone's going to fight dirty, you look at Zuckerberg's face and he just has that I'm a cheat. I'll do anything to win type face. Well, he and trains too jujitsu. Mark Zuckerberg. Well, you could tell he's got jujitsu ass. He's got a lot of power <laughs> in his lower trunk. But so, Musk does not train, but he's bigger. Right. He's yeah. just overall bigger. So who do you think? Who do you think is going to win, Zuckerberg or Musk? I don't know. I, I just wish they were, instead of fighting, just making a sex tape. That's yeah. more my speed. Yeah. Yeah. I think. So you think Zuckerberg having sex with Elon Musk would be the good sex tape? I think it helps society more. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah it yeah. would. Them fighting, because now this starts like now politicians are going to fight. Right. Now people in Congress are going to box for charity. Do you really truly in your heart believe that we are at the end of our empire? Do you really honestly believe we're in a decline? Or do you think like that's just things people, that's just things people say when they can't control everything. So they make it like it's this whole big conspiracy, but it's really that they just don't understand it. Well, you're the historian and it always repeats itself, right? So like this summer right now we have aliens, right? you know, healthcare is falling apart. 
Well, I think too, what the thing you get from history is when you start to get to the ends of empires, like ancient Rome, I, I forgot who said it, but somebody said, if everything's okay, then nothing's okay. And I feel like we are living in a world now where everything is okay. Morals are out the window. Everything is okay. Everything is accepted. So therefore nothing is okay and nothing is accepted. And I think then it starts to, you know, we start to infight, we start to implode on each other. Um, it's tough because, you know, you have to, we, I think the more, more uh, the, the moral decay of our society, that's the scariest thing. I'm not really worried about aliens or China or I'm worried about like morality is just in decline. Like every, anything you see, you can't really comment on. You can't really have it. Everything you see will have some type of counter effect on you where most people are just quiet now. Silence has become violence. <laughs> well, I like what Colin Quinn said about the aliens. He goes, what if they're just the jerk off teenagers who are yeah. showing up to throw bottles at the wall? Yeah. So we, we have no idea what we're fighting against, but I think there's like some kind of mental illness issue that's well, going unchecked. Well, what advice do you have for people now that you won't be on uh, Chrissy Chaos anymore? What advice? What do you want people to know? What do you want them to stay with? Like what? Well, I think everyone should just go to betterhelp.com slash chaos. Yep. And uh, get your shit together. And also just shut up and don't be a dick. Seriously. No. Yeah. Remember, as remember, you, you always have the opinion of having no opinion. That's another stoic said. You don't have to comment on everything. You don't have to talk about everything. You don't have to tweet everything. You always have the opinion yeah. of having no opinion, which is why I have a podcast, which is full of opinions. <laughs> we don't even, we have no idea if God's real or what's going on. So just shut up. God did. Um, I, uh, so, and then do you think, um, what about before, you know, we, we let you go and go to the voicemails, what do you think, are you going to do some type of art installation, some type of homeless pimp event? Like I want to do like a homeless pimp day. I want to do something. I mean, yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll probably be under no pressure before just me, but I right. mean, I tried to set up a comedy show at Rikers Island, but it just kind of, yeah, what happened apart. with that? Um, because of the migrants, they somehow cut funding to something and they couldn't i don't know it sounded some something to do with the migrant influx right that it couldn't happen yeah yeah because yeah would you let migrants um stay in your house well you have a bigger house true <laughs> true but we, <laughs> but you know but you know what jazz did you know what jazz did she turned the guest room into the kids playroom oh, <laughs> she was like i'm fucking what goes in a kid's playroom in 2023 well, that's what i said i was like what i was like my a jungle gym? I was like, yeah, my stepson doesn't want this. Let him go downstairs. He wants to sit in a beanbag chair and watch video games and probably find ways to hack into only his dad's OnlyFans accounts. And then my daughters, I mean, you know, my older one, she's just like kind of just wants to watch YouTube and like, you know, they're girls, so they want to like be they they like all go on um they have like group FaceTimes and they talk shit about girls they don't like and the teachers. They're like turning into like mean girls. And then my two-year-old is like just learning how to potty. So it's like, she doesn't care. She's just, you know, my, my two-year-old just wants to, right now she's just in that phase where she's putting everything in her mouth, like little toys and stuff. I'm like, all, all this is, is like my two-year-old's going to swallow the Lego pieces. My older one doesn't want to be in a playroom. She wants to just find a corner and talk shit about her friends. And, and my stepson doesn't want to, he's in that phase where he just wants to be in the darkness in a basement. So this playroom that we're envisioning, I'm like, this is just going to be a room, Jazz, where me and you, it has a lock on it. That's going to be the only place we can have sex is in the kid's playroom. That's <laughs> on what their it's gonna, toys. Yeah, that's what it's going to happen. It's just, we're going to try to come out and I'm going to have a Barbie doll stuck in my ass. Yeah, you're going to have another one? Another kid? 
no, my cousin is having her fifth child and she's so excited about it. And she's going to, she's such a great mom. She's happy about it and looking forward to it. And when I was just with her, she was, of course, at my daughter's birthday party. I was like, you know, I don't know. And Jasmine said the same where she was like, so happy for her. But like, if we were going through that, we would be having so much anxiety and so much like, yeah. I don't know where we feel now for us. Again, she's like a great mom and has the mind bandwidth to do this. But for us, and Jasmine's a great mom too, but of three kids. Like, because hmm. then what happens is like, you have to start to delegate so much and not give energy and you start to lose yourself. Or I would start to lose myself. I'm like, I'm, let's focus on our three. These are the big three right here. We got these three to raise them and we're good there. I was thinking though, for your career, what would be great is if you adopt an Indian kid. Yeah. I think that would really, you know, bring up that market for you. Well, I mean, you know, if um, if if Schultz ever stops flagrant, we'll take in Akash. <laughs> we'll have him sit right there. He's a rescue. Yeah, <laughs> Akash the rescue. That should be his Twitter. Akash the rescue. I want you to get rock hard right now. Go ahead, do it. Show it to me. And if you can't, I have a solution for you. Blue Chew, baby. That's right. Blue Chew is going to get you rock hard for summer which is what we want i want you to be rock hard in that pool it's going to be amazing use it as a floaty blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra cialis and levitra but in chewable tablets because if you're like me i don't like swallowing pills i like spitting them blue chew chewable tablets it's amazing it's like you know it's like you're a kid again you got a chewy medicine but this one is for your pishka deal Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA, and they are prepared and shipped directly to your door. Discreet packaging. It's amazing. The best part is all done online. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets. You just chew it. You get a hard on. It's that simple. And Blue Chew wants you to have better sex, and so do I. I want to see it. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. And right now, try BlueChew free. Free, baby, when you use our promo code CHAOS at checkout. All you do is pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code CHAOS. Receive your first month free, baby. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. Kansas City, I am coming to you October 19th to the Uptown Theater, Kansas City, Get those tickets. I'm excited to come. Bring me barbecue. It's going to be awesome. We're going to the Uptown Theater. I don't know if that's downtown or midtown or if it actually is uptown, but I'm excited to go to Kansas City in the beautiful state of Missouri, or maybe it's Kansas. We don't know, but I love it, and I'm excited to come. The last time I went there, I ate barbecue next to a gas station, and it was amazing. And let me tell you something. I broke the bathroom in that plane ride home, and I want to do it again. Come October 19th, Kansas City, Uptown Theater. Go to ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. I love you, Kansas City, you pigs. All right, Pimp. So let's go right. I just want to do two voicemails before we let you go. Hi. By the way, these voicemails. Um, what, oh, yeah. Let me. I think, uh, I think it'll play out loud. Yeah, it will. But I just want to because I, I have it. I always want to have. Um, here, let me uh, let me uh, have. I, I, I wrote it down. Oh, do you have the number? Because I just want to make sure everybody. I always want to make sure that. Here we go. So the number to call in, if you haven't seen, I've been posting it, but we have it up. If you want to get involved in the show and have your voicemail listened to and responded to by, if it's me, then just me. If it's me and a guest, and it'll be my guest and I. This one is a great one. The homeless Pimp is here. 
All you have to do is call 347-343-3321. That's 347-343-3321 to get your voicemail on Chrissy Chaos Podcast. Here we go. This first one, we're going to listen in right now. This is coming from Melissa from Jacksonville, Florida, which is a shithole town. I saw you when you were last here. It was a great show. Um, however, I do have, I need some advice. Um, I have a small business that I run and also a real job, so they say. And my question for you is how do you stay uh, positive and how do you stay, what's the word, positive and also motivated to go to your your day job because Obviously, my dreams is getting my small business, um, some you know, getting it up there where I can actually make a living off of it. So how do you stay motivated to even go to your day job? Because at this point, I'm totally hating it, and all my attention is uh, going towards my small business, which is online-based. So, yeah, um, I know it's probably hard to start off but i definitely need some motivation to get me through the day thank you what are you thinking that's tough yeah i don't know most people don't want to make the sacrifice of having no friends and doing nothing social and just working every single minute that that's what what i would say is is balance your time don't burn out but you have to every minute you're off of your day job you have to work i agree i think you have to also balance you have to think about like listen Here's the thing, man. We're all making enough money, okay? It's you out there to us. It just depends on if you feel like you're not making enough money, then you have to look at what your life is. Are you paying too much on rent? Are you overspending? Are you are you being foolish with your money? Are you not saving? But you can. Most of us can all make it work. Even down to the people who are homeless, they're making it work with no money. So the people that are like, oh, I'm not making enough money. No, no, you're not making enough money to sustain your current way of living. But if you really want something, if you really want something, then you might have to adjust the way you're living to fit what you want. And I think for you, for, 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 um, for my, my girl from Jacksonville, I, you have to look at, because the thing that I heard from you is you are so unhappy with your day job. So that sucks because you're only going to live once. So you have to think about how much the money that you're getting from your day job, how long can you do without that? Because if you're like, you have a passion project, the more you put into your passion, the money comes second, like Oprah says. The money will come second. So you will get money from your small business. But you have to, I agree with Pimp, you have to put every ounce of energy of the day into that passion. And if your day job is zapping you of happiness, then walk away from the day job. If you need to sustain yourself, because obviously you need to live and you need to eat, get another day job because the day job is meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. And you will find another job. You can find something that's more cost effective, more cost efficient to supply, you know, the money you need to live and eat to fuel your passion project. And also just like what they said about, um, uh, I think I mentioned it before about Epictetus's dichotomy of control, control what you can control. All you can control is your effort, not the result. So if you're putting in a great effort every day in your small business, that's the thing to control. This also, you can control your happiness. So either, your two options are either find another day job, okay, or look at the day job as saying, I need this to, to, to survive, to, for, to eat, to feed my family, to pay my rent or mortgage or whatever, and find 
something about your day job where you can turn it and you can love you can love going to it because really in life it's really just the circumstances that you're reacting you can choose to be happy or sad with any news i can tell you got a month to live and you could take that as well i'm gonna have the best month of my life and then die or i could give you a million dollars right now and you could be like fuck now i'm fucked with a million dollars like now i have now i'm gonna do drugs like so it doesn't matter what it is and i think you are just choosing to have a bad outlook on your day job. And I think if you can just make a little shift and be like, I need this day job to sustain my passion, or I'm going to walk away from this day job, you'll be, you'll be better off. But the fact that you're saying you hate your day job, that's, you need to, that's the thing to pay attention to, because that sucks. You're only going to live once. You got to be happy every day. But also I've seen people whose dreams come true and they fucking hate it. Exactly. So you have to really, really evaluate if your dream's even worth it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you have to also understand why do you want most of the things we want in life is because somebody else told us we want it. We may not remember when they told us, but it's in our subconscious. So, you know, why do you really want this? What is it? Is it money? If you're chasing money and power and fame, that's I'm telling you, it's just you are you maybe you'll get there, but you are never going to be happy. Yeah. Use time and money as the same as the time is a more valuable currency than cash. Yeah. So understand that the time that you're putting into the small business, even though you're not getting any money is 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 a, it's more valuable because you're 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 having a good time you love to the small business so go more towards that than the day job or find a day job where you can just adjust your life and make it all work yeah no matter what you do you just eat shit and come so just enjoy yourself another good uh merch go ahead check them. i hope that helped and by the way i'm sorry for shitting on jacksonville i love jacksonville go ahead sorry my name is Samantha. I'm from Chicago. She's fun. And I need some advice. So I am my dad's only daughter. I am his only child, and I am getting married. But my fiance and I have decided to elope on a mountaintop in New Zealand, and it is only accessible by helicopter, which means none of my family can join us. Now, as a father, how fucking crushed are, would you be if this was Delilah or Violet telling you that this was their plan? Like, am I about to crush my dad's heart and soul? Or, like, am I okay? I'm very confused. I don't know how to approach it. Like, should I just slide him a little joint and be like, hey, Daddy, we're going to New Zealand? Or what? what should I do? Let me know, babe. Okay, love you. See you in Hammond in fucking October. Okay, love you, bye. Oof, this is a red flag. I like it. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming to the show in Hammond, Indiana. Um, that is uh, in October. I believe it's October 21st. ChristyComedy.com. Um, so what do you think, Pimpy? I'll let you go first. My advice to her husband is this is like somebody who wants to do the wedding for Instagram photos, it sounds like. Right. Who wants to, you know, you could go out like Kobe commuting to your wedding this is really exactly. stupid right which would be that would be a good wedding um <laughs> i i think i think yeah i ask you the same question as as the one before why what is the reason you're doing if new zealand if here's the thing here you ask me what i would say as 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 if my one of my girls want to do this and this is truth okay if new zealand a wedding in new zealand means so much to my daughters, one of them that they wanted to do it, and I couldn't be there for financial reasons. I couldn't fly that far. Whatever it was, if you're because I, I think that's what you're saying. Your your father's not going. I personally 
would be happy for them that they're doing what they want to do because, again, we don't raise kids, we raise adults. So, yes, it's always your dad. My dad and mom are always my dad and mom. They're always, I always look up to them as, as your kids will always look up to you, hopefully. But they are, at the end of the day, like, we're all adults now. They raised me. You, you, your father raised you. I raised my kids. What is their journey? What do they want to do in there? If that's going to make them happy to go to New Zealand, yes, unfortunately, I won't be able to be there, but modern technology, send me a video, FaceTime me in when you get back stateside, we'll do a little party for you. I would always want to do something for my daughters, but if I couldn't be there because of this specific circumstance, I think if a father who really loves you, he would be like, you know what? This isn't about me anymore. It's about my children and what they want to do. My children have become adults. I raised an adult. So I would have no problem um, with them going to New Zealand. What I would probably do, though, is I would try to get my ass out there and do a show. I would try to make it where I would try to get my ass out there and do a comedy show. I would, I would or at least be I would at least have, you know, somebody selling merch outside your goddamn wedding. OK, you better believe I'm not going to be there. We're going to make this profitable for the family. And there's going to be some anxiety Tuesday shirts out there in Auckland. Great merch. Um, but that's, I personally think, do what you want to do. But what Pimp said is evaluate why does this guy want to go to New Zealand? This has. I think it's her. Oh, you want, because oh, I thought this was the husband. I was like, this husband wants to get married. And then you probably have, maybe you have like a, a money that he's going to earn. He's going to push you into a volcano. It says my fiance and I decided, but you know what that means. That she, she wants it. I mean, yeah. what the fuck could the connection be from Chicago to New Zealand? I don't understand. There's nothing romantic about New Zealand. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe her husband's a, um, maybe he's a, Lord a, of the Rings a maybe, he's a, maybe her husband's an aborigine. <laughs> maybe she I just, met her. I don't get it. God bless, but the hell is in new zealand i know i think new zealand they don't have pizza do they if they do it has kangaroo on it <laughs> uh yeah i have a little kangaroo and yeah I have a, uh, it has kangaroo and fucking lord of the rings what's the flight to new zealand i think it's like literally like i, th I think it might be a year there's a direct flight from to new zealand i gotta get out to australia and new zealand yeah right i was supposed to go <laughs> yeah, right. i know <laughs> I got to get it. I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go. I'm just, I don't want to be that far from my family, but I got to bring him. Uh, maybe I could get John Travolta to fly me out there. He fl he's a pilot and he flies to uh, New Zealand. Uh, 18 hours and 35 minutes. Okay. And it's direct. Nice. 8,882 miles, folks. That's a lot of miles. <laughs> That's a lot of Yeezys. Um, so, so I think we need a follow up from her with more details. A follow up. No, we want the husband. You should do a phoner with the husband. I don't get what's going on. Please, here. if you're the husband of this call, listen. Call what's the number again? Listen. Call three four seven three four three 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 two one. Please call three four seven three four three 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 two one. If you are this lady's husband, I want to hear your side of it. But in the interim, just the immediate advice. I'll see you in Hammond, Indiana. Um, um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I personally think. Do what you want to do, what's best for you. If you have loving parents, they will understand, even if initially they don't. I think they will. If they really love you, they'll understand it's not about me as a dad. It's about what my children want to do. Um, and, you know, I want to be there. But if I can't, I can't. Um, and, yeah, and then I think if you don't, ha listen, have the wedding in Auckland, New Zealand for you, and then have a wedding with your dad in Hammond, Indiana. I heard it's great this time of year. If there's fog, cancel the whole thing. Yeah, if there's fog, cancel the whole 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 thing. Um, free open and gay, baby. Fog. By the way, speaking of fog, get your fog merch at christycomedy.com. Free open gay. Um, do or Venetia just made a face. We are out of those shirts. Um, <laughs> oh, 
we got a lot of other merch over there, Anxiety Tuesday merch. Now, can we, since you're leaving the show, can we just can we sell merch with just a picture of your face on it, Pimp? Um, yeah, I don't know if it'll sell, but sure. Why the hell not? I would love it. I would. You love just it. start sitting on more merch of I my know. face. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it hasn't stopped. Um, all right, Pimp. So you're gonna go. You're gonna go. Uh, you got the Mateo Lane episode to do. You got Heineken. You got a bag of. Sa- you're gonna take your bag of salad. Of course. Of course. Will you smoke out of this bong? Yeah, it's hilarious. Of course I, I will. I In your it. honor. In your honor. I yeah. think well, you and I should smoke. Uh, you should. You and I should smoke out of it too together. We should do that. You know, okay. later on we'll do that. That sounds um, good. By the way, the Patreon uh, episodes with edibles that you and I used to do. I remember there was one ep- the episode that we did um, uh, when we... the hell is that? Somebody's uh, stomping. What is that? Oh, they're installing something upstairs. Um, the, uh, the Patreon episode that we did when we did edibles, right, in the Judy Garland Hotel, I think that was still to this day the hardest I've ever laughed. Oh, God. I, I don't know what we were even laughing at, but it was... We were doing an air, ad read for Bare Bottom yes, Clothes. Yes, look at this. Look at this. Can we just play this? I was... This is me and Pimp... Ha- <laughs> wait just pause it one second pause it one second i want us to the beginning by the way bear bottom clothing after this ad canceled all the rest of their ads and we had so that's the thing sometimes with these ad companies they don't let you have fun they want you to read it like a fucking robot yeah. it's like let us have fun and then the people will buy the product if they're seeing we're having fun with it yeah and the ad the ad people are trying to get us to censor this podcast to youtube now no i'm not I'm censoring it go, go ahead this is this is me and pip in the judy garland hotel on edibles having fun for guys it's for fucking guys <laughs> yes i love guys <laughs> it's for guys oh the thing went off it went, it's for guys and they're here and they got your summer fucking shorts ready <laughs> yeah you get your fucking you get your fucking clothes from bear scumbag communist big piece of shit that's where you get your clothes from if you knew it was good for you. If you don't get your clothes from bare bottom, then I'm going to fuck you in your ass. <laughs> I can't believe they canceled after this. Yeah, I don't get I'll it. bang you in the ass. I just remember you freaking out. If you don't that was my favorite thing clothes, I did was course you into doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Are you bare backing while you're, wa- while you're wearing bare bottom? <laughs> you remember just that? Me, yeah. <laughs> we watched a domestic God. dispute while we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> bare bottom clothing. Look how many reviews they have. <laughs> yeah, we lost that footage. <laughs> <We> <laughs> so they got ten thousand five star reviews. Go leave reviews on their shit and tell them fucking <laughs> <laughs> losers and tell them. <laughs> Yo, bare bottom. No, seriously. <laughs> this company canceled legit. after this too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, who's your favorite guest? I think John A. Light or Miss Pat. I think, honestly, dude, I was thinking about this. From all the episodes we did, I think the the some of my favorite guests, believe it or not, some of the most fun that we've had was um, uh, uh, when Violet, do you remember like there was episodes, like it maybe it was like episode three or four where like Violet was like, maybe like two weeks old and we had we were doing episodes where like 
Delat Jasmine had no choice but to like go get the baby's milk like in the kitchen, which was like five feet away from where we were doing the pod. And I would be talking shit about something. And she was still like pregnancy hormones, mad raging. And she would like scream at me like off camera about stuff. There was one. There's a couple of clips. I, I don't know where they are right now where like we used to sit on that couch and i would be going in on something and you would be trying to off camera like wave me like hey jasmine's walking down the hallway and i would just be <laughs> saying something and then she would just grab the mic and be like what the fuck did you say <laughs> those so episodes were the best and that's why i'm going back on the patreon to start to do those again because you know what was the best about that is we would do those episodes and I think everything was fine. And then as soon as you would leave and start driving back to Whitestone, Jasmine would scream at me. Amazing. And then I, but that would put me in a mode where I was like, oh, I put out, must have put out something funny and good if she got really pissed at that. <laughs> and, I, and then that would put me in a mode to like write more, think about more. But I actually think some of the best episodes were Miss Pat. When Miss Pat showed up, when Miss Pat, because I thought we were just booking Miss Pat. But when Miss Pat showed up with her daughter uh. and some other woman. And we made that decision, like in the, we made a decision like that to say all three of you on the show was epic. That, that was, was a fantastic episode. That was brilliant. And I love all the green room, uh, you know, filming we did, all the Patreons in the green yeah, room. Yeah, all that. Though. I love getting inside of your anxiety about stage. Yes. You yes. either hold your shit or piss, or you would have tricks to trick yourself into not thinking <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or when we would have, yeah, like when me and you would go around uh, Providence, when we would go like, you know, with Benjamin Franklin all that stuff, yeah, when we met Benjamin Franklin. I saw this Benjamin Franklin actor in like a commercial for the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he gets around. Um, all that stuff was uh all that stuff was awesome. But again, it's not gonna stop. It's actually, you know what I predict right here? You ready for this? Other than, you know, obviously not on the Chrissy Chaos, but this type of stuff might happen more. It might happen more now, now that there's more creative freedom. It might just evolve into we do more of this. Yeah, you never know. Right? Why That's not? possible. Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, man, it was hilarious I mean, run. Yeah. Great episodes. Yeah, I feel like um, um yeah, hit him with the semolina was good, Mo. I feel like when we went into the in and, and then uh the Bobby Lee thing when we went out to his studio. Oh, I mean yeah. it was deleted footage, but uh I'll never forget Bobby Lee forcing you to say the C word before you could enter his house. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Forced me. Yeah, yeah. He made me call him a C word. And I and I said it, and he kept forcing me to do it. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But then when I finally decided to do it, it came from the gut, baby. <laughs> yeah, I gave it. him a good one. He loved it. Too. And he loved it. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. Full chaos in L.A. Remember with Joel McHale, um, oh, who yeah. won't return our emails now. Um, he won't return. He won't come on the pod. Um, but, yeah, no, John A. Light was great. I mean, but I got to be honest. As crazy as it was for, for you to have crackhead Barb in your house for for your pod it was cra as crazy for me to have john a like convicted yeah. murderer in my home with my two-month-old baby exactly i learned it from you yeah exactly <laughs> there it is oh, see, i told you something having ha we got to get tristan on my uh yeah he's Jasmine's great husband well, he's we got stage time again he's doing stage time now we that first that like ep what was it episode F four five. or five having a, a thruple having literally jasmine's literal ex-husband my stepfather's father come on the pod was awesome that was an awesome one. He's a funny guy, too. Yeah, and then the next one was Tank Sinatra, and we had a good time. We had a good time. And it, Remember and the it, time I made you do it in the desert? We podcasted oh my God, in the with, desert. Yeah, with Sergio. And, remember our, and then Jasmine had another pregnancy scare. Yeah, dude, we had to take her to the scary. hospital. That was scary. And then, but that one was Violet. Violet held on for dear life. <laughs> Violet <laughs> was like, did. you ain't. Yeah, Violet was like, I'm coming, motherfucker. That I'm going to ruin my dad's life. And then the National Park Service kept throwing us out of the park. Yeah, kept throwing us out of the park. That was funny. I had a, that was in the middle of COVID. Yeah. You know what's crazy too, dude? That was in a time 
when I think, it, it, you know, you, you like when we first started, like I wasn't selling like any ticket. Like no, we came in with me when it was like, remember that room was half yeah, full. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like things. Are, it, it, so that's been cool for us both to progress together to see your growth to been see great, all man. both yeah, our growth yeah. i mean especially you weren't filming like, specials for amazon no as, well especially as a comedy nerd it was great to see like how a star is born it was very interesting right. man i'm the new lady gaga <laughs> um yeah I mean, i'm the, concerned the netflix special which was awesome I yeah especially lit up on those martinis especially weshy yeah time, the, yeah you you uh the you did a shit joke to the polar bear what's to the name? polar bear pete alonzo yeah. um yeah who i was i was nearly banned from um i was nearly banned from uh city field property um, a but, lot of really painful first pitches. Oh my God. So yeah. many painful first pitches. Yeah. So many of them just, I mean, just not even coming close. Um, but yeah, no, this, it was, uh, it was one of those times, man, where it's, 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 I think it's one of those things where we put out a lot of good content. We put out all these episodes. We're moving on to, to different things now, but it's not the end, my friend. No, not at it's, all, it's, I would say it is just the beginning. Yeah, for sure. And thanks for having me. It was a great podcast. I mean, I It'd love my It'd be funny if here. I had hired like two security guards right now, like just fucking threw you out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like Steve Wilkos. <laughs> just fully. Oh, remember when we used to take pictures outside in the fire escape? Yeah, yeah. Dressed up as Santa Claus? You were dressed as Santa. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad Oh, good. Man. Oh, yeah, dude. By the way, yeah, this, this, uh, because we titled episode 100 uh, with Jasmine. Can you, with Jasmine, my girl, we put the truth about our breakup and it got half a million views. So we got to put, we got to fucking do one for this. Oh, so we yeah. should, what should we, what should we title this one? We should title this one something nice and catchy. Hmm. Pimps leaving, pimp, uh, the pimp. Oh, you mean, I pimp think quit. Yeah, homeless pimp quits. <laughs> homeless pimp storms pimp, out. Pimp quit chaos. Pimp yeah, quit. I, I, by we got to think of something. Shout out Jasmine. She's so authentic. That makes all the material funnier. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's just so real. Yeah, and things now. You've even, you've even, even in that. Not only in my professional life, but even in my personal life, you've witnessed growth. Yeah, oh my you've God. witnessed the. Yeah. You know, when it first came in, it was like a mess back and forth, garbage yeah. bags. I and think now you were it's co-parenting, like, right? Co-parenting. Yeah. yeah. And now, so you've you've witnessed a lot. You've the only thing you haven't witnessed is my transition, but that will come later on. Well, the future has big hopes. You'll film it. Oh my God! Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I yeah. know, dude. Yeah, I was, uh, dude, you know what we'll do too? Maybe over the next month or two, we'll see what happens. Maybe you and I can do a bit where we go to Russia and we join that guy's uh, mercenary group. That's awesome. Right, Russia's right. falling apart from the inside too. I know Russia, dude. They, unfortunately, they like, they played, they, they, they showed us too much. Now nobody fears Russia. I didn't even fear the Russian mob in Brooklyn anymore. I'll walk up to you like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I get no, it. I won't do it. Don't who, do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Who's on the ropes? I, I give them a week or two. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm... I know Russians are still very, very scary, but yeah, it, uh, it is, it is interesting. It is interesting to see all that. Uh, I think probably what happened if I had to guess this guy was popping off, the mercenary group leader was popping off and then Putin went, cause I think what the Russians, what they'll do is they won't kill you. They'll kill your entire family and leave you alive to deal with it. Yeah. So I think that very easily makes you back up like push too hard. I also think Putin already fled. Right. So what was he really going to take control of? Right. Like an empty building? I swear to God, if you get Putin on your new podcast, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> What's late. the new podcast? Let's shout out the new podcast. Uh, well, I'm going to be doing one with Vinny Guadagnino, and then I'm just going to sh shoot random shit for my YouTube and shoot comedy specials. Oh, so that's not like an everyday, every week podcast with Dan Carney and Crackhead Barb. No, no. That was just a That's video. just whenever I find somebody interesting. Right. Yeah, no, I don't, I'm not getting on this treadmill, man. Dude. I respect all the comics doing podcasts constantly. It is uh, hell. It is a certain type of hell. So fuck Reddit. There you have it, baby. Fuck Reddit. I love you, pimp.
Love you Thanks too, for buddy. Good two years Thank of Chrissy you. Chaos, and now we're going to move on to to new stuff. Yeah, we're going to take some nudes for Patreon. Yeah, so Vito, switch seats. <laughs> <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> Get your ass in here. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Love you, guys. It. Peace. All right.